From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers in the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. Stephen Lewis is a former mentor at SUNY Empire State College, a member of the Sarah Lawrence College Writing Institute faculty, and longtime freelancer. Father of seven and grandfather of 16, Steve's work has been published widely, from the notable to the obscure, including a biblically long list of parenting publications. Here's Stephen Lewis reading Into the Creek. From a mechanical hospital bed in the Beaufort Memorial ICU, gurgling and pulsing noises all around, I begin my journey with IV drips in my arm, oxygen cannula up my nose, intermittent pneumatic compression cuffs on my legs, a kind but unrecognizable nurse in a mask, gown and gloves turning me one way, then the other, so she can change the sheets, then handing me unidentified pills, which I swallow obediently like some hapless child or dispirited, roomy-eyed old man, agreeing without protest to anything I am offered. Jello, mucinex, Tylenol, thermometer, dry chicken, the daily shot in my stomach. Remembrances of my late friend Neil pass in the air, how he was being buried alive in his fading body from ALS, how he wrote every day during that last year of life with breathtaking bravery and grace, how at some desolate point with the last finger he could move, and closer to the end through computer-trained retinas, how he shared his remarkable vision from inside that cocoon, the 10-inch gap he'd see every morning through the bedroom window, peering down past his feet, unable to move a toe until the nurse would come to wash and turn and dress him. Unlike Neil, though, I cannot see past the haze or lift a finger to write anything at all. Not even a text to my worried children. Days seem to pass or not pass as through a dream or hallucination, and I follow whatever appears over my bed, float along with it until it escapes my sight. And unable to pin the words on a page like beautiful butterflies, I watch them flutter off beyond memory. Weeks later, as I lay alone in my marital bed, in near helpless isolation, I recall, or imagine, or perhaps make up, how I had been peering vacantly out the hospital window one evening when Neil appeared, sat down beside me, not to offer the usual cliched consolations or encouragements, which I know now would have caused him to disappear into useless ether, but only to share the narrow view through the window with me, the private and solitary darkness now illuminated for both of us. Perhaps it was a dream, perhaps a dream of a dream. It's even possible I conjured it through foggy recollections and poetry I wrote months later, but I'm telling you here that as Neil and I watched headlights passing down Rebo Road in front of the hospital, I took one shallow inspiration after another, after another, chest rising, chest falling, 
each breath drawn from Neil's long silence voice, I could then hear in a pitch that would travel with me beyond the ICU to a light blue cottage on Duck Blind Alley in Port Royal. Fourteen feet wide, white trim, herons, gators, turtles in the pond across the way, Spanish moss swaying from massive live oaks outside my window, a tiny library out front on London Avenue, Sands Beach beyond the marshes. And in that weariness beyond weariness, 30 pounds lighter but better able to slip through the shredded chrysalis of that virus to hear a far-off call, not a barbaric yawp, not a voice crying in the wilderness, only the echo of Neil's sweet, smirky laugh as I drop my oars into a creek that has appeared beside my bed, first drifting away from the sickly despair that rises out of a transactional life, then rowing with the current towards some kind of health not defined by illness, sounds beginning to flow through my heaving arms, the creak and clunk of oarlocks, words appearing between ripples on the surface of the water, forming sentences that do not pretend to make life easier or harder, better or worse, sensible or insensible, only to turn a misty beam of light 10 inches ahead to where the current is taking me. Stephen Lewis is a contributing writer at Talking Writing Magazine and senior editor for Read 650. His latest novel, The Lights Around the Shore, will be published this year by Moonshine Cove. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.